Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Ken Cook. Ken, you are the co-owner of The Prepared Group. You're found on the web at thepreparedgroup.com. Ken, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, Josh. It's a real pleasure to be with you today. Awesome. All right. Give us an overview of what The Prepared Group does. Yeah. uh, What we do is we primarily license intellectual property around marketing strategy to other marketing agencies. And, you know, the, the reality is most marketing agencies are not profitable. They're, they're working, you know, way too many hours, 50, 60, 70 hours a week for four, five, six thousand dollars a month net profit. And what we've done is we've developed a way uh, that you can systematically not only increase your profitability, increase, increase your client retention, but get out of the commoditization of specific marketing tactics and into the place where you are working as a marketing strategist. Uh, really consulting with clients as to how they can best grow their business instead of slinging those AdWords, slinging those Facebook ads, right? Building a $1,000 website kind of a thing. Yeah, if you want to be successful in terms of financially successful, grow scale, um, listen up agency owners, services are not enough. Um, you know, if you services generally are just not going to have the margins, unfortunately, simply because of market forces, because if you are a service provider, you are competing with service providers throughout the globe who can always sell for less than what you can. And so the only way to get ahead and, 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 and truly niche yourself and become in, an indispensable uh, resource. If you you know if you're working B two B, is uh, you, you have to go up to that strategic level, right? Where you can provide what folks on Upwork can't provide. And so, if you are bringing all of your success, all of your experience, all of your wisdom, all of your ability. To, to sit and, and, and spend time with these folks. So, Ken, uh, you and I are kindred spirits in this regard. Okay. <laughs> you know, we yeah. work exclusively with high, you know, folks that sell high ticket. And I can tell you that's one of the first things that I, when they come through our front door, I said, well, tell me about your services. Okay, well, we're about $1,500 a month and we da, 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 da. And I'm like, well, <laughs> you know, and then you get start to talking like, how's that going? And, you know, you just yeah. you start listening between the lines there and you realize that you're you're right, Ken. They're like everybody else. They're like doing the best they can. But typically they price based on, well, what's my time worth? Add 20 percent. And those it, it's not enough. And and I think that we have a moral obligation. I'm going to ask you about this here. Yeah, I believe that we have a moral obligation to have a very rich profit margin. When you have a very rich profit margin that allows you to provide 
um, it, it allows you to make an impact that you cannot when you have very thin, I think a lot of people keep their profit margins thin and they think, well, that's the moral thing to do, right? I don't want to charge them too much money, but the yeah. sad reality is, I mean, if you're always stressing for money because your profit margins aren't as big as you, you're not doing your clients any favors. Like just let them go someplace else if that's the budget that they have to work within. But if you have a bigger profit margin, then you can solve bigger problems and you can provide a higher quality of service. Sorry, Ken. I'm, I feel like I'm... <laughs> I just want you to know you and I are simpatico, my friend. Yeah. Take it away. Well, so so here, here's the thing. One, it's not just the moral aspect. So I'm a partner in, in a lot of businesses, okay? If you are the majority partner in a U.S.-based business, you have a legal obligation to maximize profitability, right? Your part, if, if, you, if you could have a margin of 2,500 and instead you sell at a margin of 1,500, your partners could theoretically sue you for fraud because you are defrauding them from the profit they could be earning. So there, there, this moral obligation piece, this is a huge thing. But I wanna talk, talk about the practical piece because I think you're dead on when you say people wanna have an impact and so they have low prices. Mm. We have, when, when we were running an agency, we moved to a very high price model where it was $5,000 a month minimum retainer. And what that allowed me to do was I could take all the nonprofits that I wanted to support and I could do it for free. Mm -hmm. and, and if you ask anyone on our team, they would say, yeah, uh, 25, even to, to this day, about 25% of our time is donated to nonprofits or causes that we care about. And so that means 10 hours, of, of each staff person's work week on average is going towards nonprofit causes or could go towards nonprofit causes because we don't need that margin, right? We don't need to make that money because we're making it other places, right? And in some cases that just means, hey, uh, take, take six hours off on Friday. No big deal, right? I don't need to work you to the bone. Work, work four days and, and chill. I don't care it's a different reality because you're charging enough to have the culture, the team, the talent, and, and ultimately the clientele that you really want mm. so that you can then have the margin, the money to make the impact in the world that you want to make. We don't make impact in the world by being broke. Poor, like, like, and I don't mean this as a pejorative, but very rarely do poor people change the world. Mm. Okay. I, I was talking to somebody about this. Um, it's going to be a re really weird analogy. So forgive me. The, when you think about the, the early Christian church, okay. The Romans were burning copies of the new Testament. Like it was going out of style. There's one record in, in Ephesus where they said that one church was burning. It had over 150 codices and manuscripts. Do you realize the economic cost of something like that? That would be a hundred years wages, give or take, in many cases. All right. So if we think about just something like this, the sheer amount of money that went into that to produce those things, that we still have those kinds of documents today, right? They were outpacing the fat, the, the pace that, that the government could burn them. And they were putting that much money into them. Right. That's huge. 
mm-hmm. right? That's not that's not poverty that's making that impact. That's people who are really putting their wealth behind something. So if you want to see change in the world, first you've got to make enough wealth to make change. Yeah. You know, there was a, a guy, he was the, the head of the local rotary years ago, and, and I was maybe 27. And I went to him and I said, hey, I've heard the rotary is a really great thing. I'm curious about joining. And he said to me, son, you're in the phase of life where you've got to go make money. Once you've made money, come back to me. Because then you can worry about giving it away. But I don't want you to come here, give money away that you don't have before you've actually made it. So, Ken, let's say someone's listening to this. They're like, cool, cool, cool. Okay, cool. I'm on board. I want to make more money. (laughs) Um, What are the steps that they can start taking um, if they, let's say they're currently mostly just implementing, listen, we've got services. We do the same thing for everybody. um, And and they want to be able to start increasing that margin there. What would be some great initial steps that they could do? Absolutely. So so the the one thing they definitely ought not do is find a, a new service to provide. Oh yeah. Speak, no, right? <laughs> don't start, please it's, don't start over in a right. brand new, it's, it's like, you know, right. someone is like, well, I've been doing this my whole life. I'm a little burnt out on it. So I'm going to go start a food truck. It's yep. like, well, <laughs> good luck at that. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, um, you so, know, so I, I, lo- I, I love that you just shared that because yeah. it's, you know, I know that the advice sometimes we've heard is do what you love. And I don't know that that's really good advice. I think that, you know, if if you want to also make good money, I think that the better advice would be, and and uh, James Clear talks about this really well in Atomic Habits. It's yep. like, do what you don't seem to get tired at. Like do what you, you can keep on doing and everybody else is like, how do you? you do that? How do you keep doing that? Or, you know, the kind of stuff that like, I enjoy this and everybody else just doesn't, or, you know, you have stamina to do this thing. And also, you, you, you know, again, you have got a background. So can you stay within your industry? Can you stay, you know, just maybe just a lateral shift or a lateral, you know, some sort of mini pivot would be way more appropriate. Oh my gosh. Agreed. Rather than starting over. Well, that yeah. didn't work. So I'm going to start brand new. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. You know, up my influence was a way different company than Savings Angel. It was a grind to get it going. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. So, so the next thing is, a, a lot of people don't know how to make money in an organization, and, and there are, as you know, there are multiple ways to grow a business. Okay, one way you can grow a business is organic growth, right? You get more customers, but another way you can grow a business is marginal growth, right? how can you become more profitable at doing the same thing? The number one way to leverage that is adjust your pricing. If you were to go listen to any of the gurus in this space, like legitimate guys from, from Jay Abraham to Kennedy to, right? I mean, you, you name the guy that's well-known on this. They're going to tell you, step one, adjust your pricing. Okay. And, and, and what I would say is if you're charging 1500 a month, Right? There's a simple calculation that I look at and, and just kind of run this in your head with me, Josh. Imagine that you could lose 30% of your customers, but become 50% more profitable by adjusting your pricing. So let's say that yeah. you charge $1,000 a month just for easy math, okay? And it costs you 500 to deliver that service. If you up your price to 1500 right, you've doubled your profit. 
Okay. And let's say 30% of your clients leave. So now let's say you had 10 clients at $1,000. You now have seven <laughs> clients at $1,500. Okay. But those seven clients, right? The 10, you were making $5,000. Half of it was profit. But the seven, you're making $1,000 profit. Right? You just, you just literally, by adjusting your pricing, not only did you remove work that you have to do so you have more free time, but you increased your profitability by $2,000 a month, right? I like it. The, I, I like the math. Yeah. All right, Ken, how do, when, when folks, when you work with agency owners or consultants, coaches, et cetera, like how do you engage together? Yeah, so we have a, we have a process that my partner, David Bear and I built over about three and a half years that is a firm consulting process to create marketing strategy. And so what we do is we license that to agency owners, uh, business coaches, et cetera. And so what we do is we, we onboard them, we train them in how to do the system. And then we actually use the strategy system on their business to say, well, how do we create strategy within your business to go to market, to drive profitability, to drive growth, uh, et cetera, and so forth. And so uh, part, part of the beauty of what we're doing is everybody eats their own dog food. Mm. And, and that's for two reasons. One, you know how your clients feel, but two, when something really works, you don't need to change it. You just, you just do it. Right. And, and, and we're talking about the blocking and tackling of marketing. You know, for example, most people don't realize or don't think about onboarding as marketing. Okay. There was a, um, a study done, I think it was Harvard Business Review about uh, three or four years ago, that said effective onboarding increases client retention by seven times, right? So if you've got a churn problem and you're churning through clients, you know, 50% every year, let's say, well, maybe it's your onboarding. And if you fixed just that one thing, you're really growing because you're not losing clients at the back door. Right. This is another means of growth, by the way, is it's not just about the front door. It's also about the back door. Um, and so I think it's, it's looking at those things. And that, that's primarily how we engage is we, we give them a process that's proven, that works. We train them and then we help them apply it to their own business as well as to their clientele. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is it expensive to work with you or what, what does that look like? It's not, you know, um, we designed our system so that at any given time, uh, you're making 70% net profit on whatever you sell. That includes what you pay us. Mm-hmm. And so, so I, I look at this and I say, when I was an agency owner, I was making 10 to 20% net profit. Yeah. I'm talking about three and a half times the industry average net profit. So no, it's not expensive. In fact, it's more profitable to work with us than to keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> That's, that's a good offer. That's what we call it. That, that's a good offer right there. Yeah. Um, and and um, I think one objection is probably going to fly up pretty quickly is sounds great, but whom, how am I going to find, well, th- this is where you come talk to me, but yeah. uh, you know, how, how do you handle clients? the objection of like, people aren't going to pay, you know, we've been charging a thousand dollars. People are not going to pay $2,000 a month for what we do. Yeah. Plus, you know, some, maybe some additional leadership yep. and strategy. If I came to you and I said, hey, Josh, um, I've got some knockoff Coca-Cola. It's 25 cents a can right now. I'd like <laughs> to sell it to you for $1.50, like regular yeah. Coca-Cola. 
you wouldn't pay that because you'd say, no, no, that's knockoff Coke. Knockoff Coke isn't worth that. Yeah. When you change what you are selling fundamentally to better align with what your ideal prospect wants to purchase, and when you change your value proposition to be far more valuable to them, it changes the game. And I yeah. mean that, I mean, really politely, it changes the game it is we see a lot of people who, who say this to us and, and the reality is they go and they talk to somebody and they say to this guy who's been paying them a thousand, two thousand dollars a month, I've got a program. I want to run you through this program. Here's the outcomes. Is this something you'd be willing to do a one-time investment in? Yeah. Yeah. Why haven't you offered this? I, I had one guy come back to me and he said, they yelled at me because mm-hmm because I didn't give this to them six months ago. And they asked why in the world did I not give them this option up front? Mm. Why have we wasted all the time doing these things that have kind of worked, kind of not worked? Why didn't we just do this thing up front? And and I didn't really have a good answer for him. And I said, well, that's because you were selling the wrong thing. Mm. You were selling tactics without strategy. There's, there's a great quote. I don't know who said it. I wish I did diagnosis or I'm, I'm sorry. Prescription without diagnosis is always malpractice. How many of us as marketing agencies, I know this was me, right? So I'm the first one to raise my hand and say I was guilty of this. How many of us are out there slinging AdWords or Facebook or websites or whatever as the solution to whatever problem a business happens to have? And we're saying, look, this tactic is the solution. You tell me the problem, right? That was me, okay? And maybe that's you, right? Or maybe I'm just old and stupid. I don't know. (laughs) But um, that's, that's the difference is you've not diagnosed the problem. Yeah. And when you can have a clear, repeatable, proven process to diagnose, to show them the diagnosis, and then to ask them to invest in the diagnosis, right? They will. They will because it's in their best interest. This isn't everybody. This isn't, hey, this is not a magic pill that says, hey, this is life is going to be easy. There is no silver bullet in business, right? There's no flip switch you can flip that suddenly, hey, my business has no problems. That's not what we're offering, but we are offering a way to do better business, to do more consistent business and to get out of the rat race that the agency uh, model provides. Yeah. Um, Ken, uh, uh, someone's been listening to us. They're like, cool. I, I want to connect with this guy. Where do they go? What do they do? Like, how can yeah. they start um, kind of diving into your world? Yeah. So, you know, we, everything we do is based on relationship. Right. I've never I've never cold called someone and said, hey, you want to buy my stuff? And so what we do is in the past five, six years, I've, I read on average about 100 books a year. And so one of the things that, that I really believe is that I really believe that knowledge is power. Uh, maybe that's just because I grew up with Captain America. I don't know. Uh, G.I. Joe, if you remember the old cartoons. Um, and, and so what we've put together is we've put together a weekly book club. And we send out book summaries, so you don't even have to read the book. We're going to summarize the book for you, send that to you in your email inbox. Um, and then we have an agency owner's roundtable, right, for you to spend a little bit of time with us, us to get to know you, vice versa, and see if this is a fit for what you're doing. But but the idea here is we want to provide real value as to for, for your business wherever you happen to be at. Okay, and so the, the best way to connect with us, honestly, is to sign up for our book club. Uh, it's thepreparedgroup.com forward slash books, and that'll get you uh, into our weekly book club, also into our every other week agency owners roundtable. And there's no cost for any of that. This is all 
uh, just a way for us to help other agency owners uh, improve their business. Awesome. Ken Cook, co-owner of The Prepared Group. You're found on the web at thepreparedgroup.com. The link that you shared, thepreparedgroup.com forward slash books. Ken Cook, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Josh. It was a pleasure to be with you today. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free, no credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and re-share you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review and we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.